0: Linda with English Puzzle Podcast. I'm here today to talk about and read to you the story of Christmas cards, all about Christmas cards. The tradition of Christmas cards began in Britain in the time of Queen Victoria, over 170 years ago. It's still going well today, even if the number of cards sent every year in Britain is a lot less than it was before the age of mobile phones, email and instant messaging. Christmas cards are a big tradition in the English-speaking world. In 2017, people in Britain sent and received about 900 million cards. That's an average of about 12 cards for every person, from tiny babies to the oldest grandparents. The number of cards that are sent round Britain causes an annual headache for the postal service. Each year, the Postal Service has to take on seasonal staff to help with the extra mail and postal sorting offices are stretched to their maximum capacity and sometimes beyond it. In 1994, the service handled about 1.6 billion cards, about 25 cards per person in Great Britain, including children so this is in spite of advertisements telling people to post early for christmas few people get round to sending off their cards until december the tenth and from that point on the postal service slows down until the age of faxes emails and social media the pre-christmas period Often caused a lot of problems for firms and companies and industry as urgent letters and documents took several days to reach their destination by post. This was all slowed down by the mass of Christmas mail. During the month of December in Britain, a house without any Christmas cards is like a pub with no beer. Unfortunately, at the moment, we can't even get to the pubs, so we don't know if they've got beer or not. Anyway, that's by the by. That's just a a sideline about the pandemic it just does not exist except possibly at the home of a few radical non-christians for the most part however people of all faiths and no faith can join in the tradition of celebrating christmas as a festival whether they do so for religious reasons or not christmas cards are an important part of the celebrations and virtually any home any british home goes into christmas time is merrily decorated um, with paper decorations and other things but also a display of cards Um, from friends and family, neighbours and other people. In fact, I've got quite a lot downstairs myself. The first cards are usually put up on the mantelpiece. Do you know what a mantelpiece is? This is um, the sort of shelf above a fire in, in a lounge in the living room. And then more come in. Any available flat surface is put to use. Bookshelves, the top of TV, windowsills, the top of any cupboard. I've got mine hanging from a string on a beam on the ceiling or by the ceiling um, in the living room if the living room fills up more cards are hung or placed in other rooms or by the hall and and all over the place really festooned with cards so this I've seen in so many other houses of friends and relatives um, while cheap cards can be bought from any supermarket Cards have recently become a major source of income for all sorts of charities. Many people like to feel that they are doing something good by buying Christmas cards, and other charities now sell millions of cards each Christmas. As for the subjects of the Christmas cards, the range varies enormously. At one time, they were very um, biblical and have a nativity theme but nowadays they can be anything from snow on the ground to glitter to people looking as if they're eating a lot and having a good time and also some very funny ones the tradition of cards of christmas cards began in britain in 1843 just after the introduction of the first national postal service the penny post Obviously, everything cost a penny then, and it's far more expensive now. Um, This started in 1840. Today, almost 200 years later, Christmas cards, sometimes known as New Year cards, are a tradition all over the world and not just in Christian countries. And while more and more people send e-cards and Christmas selfies to their friends and family, and even to all their friends on Facebook, virtual cards are not the same as old-fashioned traditional Christmas cards. You can't hang an e-card on the wall, and you can't decorate a room with rows of e-cards. Thanks to phones and tablets, we can do lots of things better than we could do before. But sending and receiving Christmas cards is still best done by snail mail, using a real card and a real envelope. It's much more fun. So I've got a lot of cards I've sent, I've received a lot. Every day we seem to have another batch coming in, another uh, little pile of cards and it is nice. It shows that people are thinking of you even if you haven't seen them for some time and especially in the pandemic where we haven't seen a lot of our friends for an awful long time, uh, most of the year really. So it's lovely to hear from them and to know that they are well and I just thought I'd share with you the joy of sending and receiving Christmas cards, and how the tradition began in England. Um, This is Linda with English Puzzle Podcast, and look out for my podcasts on your free app, which is um, available for you, and you'll be aware of any new and up-to-date broadcasts that I'll be making, plus information about my website, which is still a work in progress. And I hope you enjoyed the little music introduction today, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.